Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. host Gina Guzman, CEO and managing partner of the Guzman Law Firm, author and business leader, here to help navigate you through the law, your business, and leadership with Law Talk with the Flock. Today I have with me Joel Carney, managing partner of the Guzman Law Firm's Omaha office and litigation attorney, and we're going to talk about alternative dispute resolution. Welcome, Joel. Thanks, Gina. Excited to be here. What is ADR, Alternative Dispute Resolution? That's what we're going to be talking about. Before we jump into that, let's talk a little bit about Guzman Law Firm in the Omaha office. We started this up together back in 2017. I know. We're already in year three almost, I guess the third year together, and so it's pretty exciting to see how far it's come in a short amount of time, but we've accomplished a lot and grown a great team, and it's uh, been a fun process to do and uh, grow a team. So what's our team like down here in Omaha? Dynamic. Um, it's a great group. I'm pretty proud of just uh, how it's come together because, you know, I mean, we've assembled a group of diverse practitioners that are all good at what they do. They also share our mission, which is really to, to protect business leaders' wealth and uh, help them, you know, win disputes and spend time on what's worth it to them. And, you know, we've really, um, we've done that and been very strategic and has how we built this we could have filled an, an office just to fill the office, but what we've really done is take the time to do it right and have it kind of happen organically, and I'm really proud on how it's come together. I am too, Joel, and it's been a long time since we first met back in law school at Creighton um, over 20 years ago now, I believe. I hate to say that, but you it's true. Try not true. to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then in those Young Lawyer Bar Association days in the ABA, and now all of a sudden, uh, here we are. Uh, many years later in Omaha, uh, mm -hmm. sitting in the Omaha office, the Guzman Law Firm, and mm -hmm. with an amazing team. I agree. It's all about the team. And we have a team of about 25 here in the Omaha office. Yeah, it is. It's um, yeah, it's a, it's a great group. Uh, I think everybody likes to come to work um, and loves to do what they do and be passionate about you know doing things the right way, doing things for clients, and being very focused on getting great results. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. And then also, you know, we do things that other law firms don't do and things like this we are we lead you know we're thought leaders in the business realm and i think that's made us um really kind of a um something different in omaha that um, is special that we've i think you and i are very proud of and i know that uh, people like to come to work so that's the key and one of the things we help our clients with is alternative dispute resolution which is our, our topic for today so let's jump into that a little bit uh, what does ADR mean, or alternative dispute resolution? Um, well, ADR has been, obviously, since even back in our law school days. Back then, it was kind of newer, right? Um, it, had, it had started to catch some traction. I think you and I both did ADR training, in, even in law school, and got certified. But really, what, what it's designed to do is give the power back to the litigants. Uh, give them, um, especially in the mediation realm, um, they have the power to decide if the case is going to settle or not. And so that's very attractive to our clients because they know that as opposed to a random jury that you don't know who's going to be sitting on that jury, you know, if they're going to, you know, have a 
some bad squash that morning and have his upstex, upset stomach, they, they could just do something out of left field and you have to appeal and the case isn't over. Whereas you get to a round mediation table, there's an opportunity to tell the mediator the story and the mediator can also talk to both sides and, and really um, get to the heart of the matter and kind of also talk turkey with these folks and explain them their risks. Sometimes when it's not just, you know, when it's somebody other than your lawyer reinforcing probably what the lawyer has already told them, but now all of a sudden they're hearing it. It's a very powerful way to let those folks know that, um, boy, I can have closure. I can close the book on this um, and, you know, actually buy peace and get it done. The problem with mediation is a lot of times people, nobody gets their home run outcome. They've been, have their suits of armor on, their swords and their shields, and they want their, they, they're fighting for that, you know, advocacy. They, they want the best outcome. But a lot of times everybody has to bend in that mediation to get it done, and I think that um, is powerful. On the other hand, uh, what arbitration does is you know, you're giving the power to, to settle the case or decide the case, I should say, to an arbitrator rather than a judge or a jury. But what you get with arbitration as opposed to litigation is a very uh, much quicker resolution because the arbitration rules, as you know, and we're both uh, AAA, American Arbitration Association arbitrators, gives a, a more prescribed, shorter window that uh, lets people get to that solution quicker. And that obviously leads to more cost-effective, uh, timely outcomes. So if I was going to break this down a little bit, there's a lot going on in there. And mm -hmm. alternative dispute resolution, essentially, it's an alternative to going to court. Is that right? That's exactly right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the litigants are the people that are in the dispute, two different parties or more parties mm -hmm. that are having the dispute. And if they want an alternative to waiting to go through the court system, there's these alternatives to resolve their case. Yeah, and these aren't necessarily mutually exclusive uh, uh you, you can do litigation and ADR, and a lot of times that's exactly what happens is that it's kind of a blend of the two, right? Because a lot of times it makes sense, depending on the complexity of the litigation, to actually sit down and try mediation early on to try to save, you know, or, or arbitration to try to get something done sooner rather than later. And the other thing that that does, and lawyers love it because we'll find out as, you know, um, as lawyers and explain to our clients what the best offer is on the table right then. So you kind of understand the way that the other party sees the case, and just gives a gives a nice insight um, into what their what their approach is going to be if it does go forward and doesn't settle with mediation. So that's that's pretty nice. So some cases you could go straight into an arbitration. Some cases you might try mediation, and then if it doesn't work, either go to arbitration or go to court. Exactly. And others you might file the suit, and then while you're in the middle of the case before the judge go try a mediation or kick it over to arbitration. Exactly. And there's certain types of matters that there's court rules that require mediation attempts before it gets to the court. So a lot of times in divorces, there's a requirement or the judge has some power to either strongly suggest or force the parties to go to mediation and, and attempt to settle it. And it's pretty common because judges know the power and giving uh, the power of settlement that happens in those mediations is effective and a lot of times obviously cleans up their docket. So that makes the judges and the court happy. And you mentioned that we're both uh, AAA arbitrators. What is the AAA? So the American Arbitration Association goes back a long, long, long time. And it, it, it's a organization of arbitrators that are basically commissioned as panelists that are able to 
uh, provide insight. Obviously, to get on this panel, it's not just something that they hand out. It's uh, they it took give... us a few years to get there, didn't it? It did. Um, <laughs> it was one of those rites of passage that you know, you, it really they don't want new lawyers that don't have the experience, the um, you know, have haven't been through some of the battles to be able to um, obviously understand the complexities of the things that we deal with as arbitrators. Um, a lot of businesses have decided to put arbitration clauses in their contracts, uh, just obviously for the obvious reasons we've already talked about. Efficiency, they have certainty, they can kind of control their costs much better. And it's, it's really, again, just a way that they can uh, have a little bit uh, quicker outcomes. And uh, from a business standpoint, planning, it just makes a lot of sense. And then I know as AAA arbitrators too, I serve on the commercial litigation panel, and I believe you do as well. And I they do. have different panels for different uh, attorneys or arbitrators with different areas of expertise. And that's a little different than just going to court where you might get a judge that in their past was a criminal attorney and now they're deciding your commercial case, right? Exactly. There's also a consumer uh, panel also, but... Um, the people that are serving as arbitrators, um, the par- that's the other thing that's great about arbitration is because the uh, parties to the arbitration can look at the panels, can look at our resumes, our CVs, and see what our backgrounds are. And they can, if they can agree on you know somebody that's appropriate, it happens, boom, it's obviously really easy. If they can't, there's a process in place that allows them to make their first, second choices, third choices. And if they still can't agree, then the AAA will step in and say, okay, they'll look at it and they'll pick the right party that will be the best uh, arbitrator for their case. You bet. So unlike in court where you don't get to pick your judge, they actually pick the arbitrator. Yeah, it's really, you know, court is really can be just kind of a crapshoot a little bit in terms of you roll the dice and you never know what you're going to get. Whereas um, a lot of times the arbitrator is the perfect person that's versed in this, maybe did that same practice as a practitioner, him or herself back in the day and just makes a lot of sense. One other thing I wanted to focus on was, uh, are these things binding? So mediation, let's talk about that first. Is mediation binding, and what does binding mean? Binding means it's final. It's, it's really kind of a final order. There's no right to appeal. Um, so mediation, the fact is, if, you, if the parties come to a meeting of the minds, there's a mediation agreement set. It is binding for all intents and purposes. Sometimes things can go haywire, and some people will have buyer's remorse or regret, and they try to withdraw from that settlement, but it is tough to get out of a mediation settlement agreement after uh, you've made that decision and, you know, gotten it done. And mediation is also voluntary, right? As far as a process, like if you don't come to an agreement that day, you can walk away. And oftentimes you do walk away, right? Yeah. Yes, you do. I mean, it's very common to walk away. The cool thing about mediation is even if, if you walked away and walked out of the office, it's not uncommon for that case to settle at mediation the next week because the mediator takes pride in having a, you know, a 90% plus settlement rate. You know, they want to show parties that they're good at getting deals because that's the key to being a great mediator is getting people to the center and getting things done. And so there's a sense of pride if you can keep your batting average, if you will, uh, really high in settled cases. And if you need to bring them back for a second day of mediation, that's always possible too, right? Oh, yes. And, um, Especially in those bigger cases. That's exactly right. And a lot of times, you know, eight hours isn't enough, you know, especially if you've got multiple parties and, you know, we've done mediations where you've got 50, 100 parties in some of those really complex commercial litigations. So it's just... The bigger the dollar amount, the harder the case. It's true. It's just, and the more parties, the more, obviously, complications. Lawyers want to be heard. (laughs) We do. We all want a chance to have our our chance to, you know, we we want to tell our our clients, you know, we're tasked with that. That's our, our goal. And we have to tell the story and if we don't if we're not heard we're not serving our client 
And then how about arbitration? Do you just get to walk out of the arbitration? No. Arbitration <laughs> is really, it is binding also. Um, there's, again, there's certain exceptions to every rule, right? But really, for the most part, it is final. You, again, you're buying um, a quicker uh, end settlement to the, to the case. Well, thanks, Joel, for all the insight and talking with me today about alternative dispute resolution. I enjoyed having you on the Law Talk with the Flock, and I really appreciate your insight. Have a great day, everyone, and go make it worth it. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at GoosemanLaw.com.